We love to play games in our family, board games, all sorts of card games, but sometimes the rules get adapted a little bit. Uh, when our son Blaine was young, he was an expert at this. We'd be all going around a board game one way. Blaine would decide, no, I think we should go around this way. Uh, he would uh, try to set up the whole game, uh, no matter what it was, for his own benefit, for his own enjoyment, right from the beginning, for his own purpose to be accomplished. We thought when he was young it was basically world domination, but it didn't go that way, thankfully. Um, he loved to set up his games the way that would work just for him. We would try to remind him of the right way, the correct way, that he should set these games up. Now, all this is innocent for a child, but not as easy to take when it seems we find ourselves in a society that seems to have a different set of rules with certain leaders that seem to have a different set of values than is consistent with our beliefs, with our hopes. This is what the folks Isaiah is writing to are up against in that passage we hear from the 40th chapter. Israelites have been overrun by the Babylonian army in 587 BC. Jerusalem was destroyed and thousands of people were hauled off to live as captives in a foreign land. For years they are there and Isaiah is reminding them in this passage, not to give up, not to give up what they believe in, not to forget who they are, to lift up their voice with strength, to not fear, and to proclaim the way of God. A challenge 2,600 years or so ago, preparing God's way is still a challenge for us today. At times, perhaps you, like I feel when I'm listening to the news, it seems like I have been transported to a foreign land where incivility and hate and injustice seems to have found a home. Where lifting up our voice for civility, for love, for justice needs to be an ongoing task to prepare a way for God in our world and in our lives. Those Israelites dreamed of going home someday, of going back to Jerusalem, but between them and their home was hundreds of miles of desert, of wilderness, that separated them from where they knew they belonged. They had to trust that just as God had brought their ancestors with Moses through the wilderness, that God would lead them as well. And many of us today might find ourselves praying for a way through the wilderness. Perhaps in our individual lives, perhaps in our national life or in the life of our world. It's easy to feel separated from where we feel as if we belong as a people. 
This is what John the Baptist is getting at in that passage we heard from in the first chapter of Mark this morning. He says, we need to be ready. He says, we need to prepare a way for God in the flesh, for God incarnate. We need to prepare a way for a Savior who will bring hope, who will turn things around. How do we allow that God to come alive in us? How do we help God to live within times of wilderness in our lives? Because God is there. We might feel separated from God, but God is never separated from us. So many of us get such a long way from where God hopes us to be. Maybe you have in your life. I know I have in my life. We feel separated from God. There's good news that I bring to you today. In those times when we feel far away, when we feel like we're on the outside looking in, when we feel like we're in the dark or all alone, outside of the mainstream or outside where it seems like the world is going, it's exactly at those times that God is with us. It's this season of the year, but it's every season of every year that we need to be reminded that no matter where we are, no matter who we are, God is with us. And we need to let others know that gospel truth. God, a God that cares what's going on in your life. A God that lives for all people. A God that becomes one of us to say to us, you are not alone. Here I am with you in the wilderness times of your lives, in the wilderness times of the lives of others. You would need not fear. What we think to be permanent situations, as we heard Isaiah say, will wither, will fade away. God is with us through it all. People looked at John the Baptist strangely, and if you start acting like this, uh, acting like you have nothing to fear, that hope is alive, people might look at you strangely as well, even without the locust part uh, and the camel hair. I had a nice camel hair coat once, but I think it was very different than John the Baptist's camel hair. People looked at John the Baptist strangely, but he knew what God could do, even in the midst of that wasteland, and he's not afraid to speak out about it, to let people know about it. And we shouldn't either. We know the way. It's not a my way or the highway way. It's a way that involves sharing care and compassion and hope. It's a way that welcomes all and reminds all that they have a home, not only within this place, but they have a home in a God that, with a God that lives for them. Not only in a manger long ago, but alive at the times in their life when they need it most. And we know that because somehow we know God knows us in the midst of those times in our lives. Knows what we feel, knows how we hurt, knows how we struggle. Because in Jesus, God became one of us. Knows what it means to struggle, knows what it means to hurt knows what it means to be in the wilderness. 
This is what the season's about. It's not about what often we find our mind and our time making it be, the Christmas rush. Doesn't it feel the Christmas rush? Uh, uh, you know, as people uh, are so busy with that outward celebration of the season, so absorbed with preparing uh, for all the celebrating, caught up in the whirlwind of buying presents and wrapping, and all of that can be filled with joy. But we have to continue to remind ourselves and not forget about that inner power of Christmas that so often can go unnoticed. We come together each week to say to one another, in this moment we say, nope, I'm going to pause and remind myself that we have a light that not only shines on the trees, that not only shine on our, on our homes, we have a light that shines in us. We have a light that shines with us. We have a light that shines through us. This journey we're on together, that we celebrate together with these new members that have joined, and in this baptism, is a reminder that we are on a journey together. As a body of Christ alive in this place, we're to remind each other that we're not alone, not only with words, but in actions, that we commit all of who we are, our prayers, our presence, our witness, our gifts, and our service, as a sort of counter-cultural testament to who we are as individuals and to who we are together as a body of Christ alive in our world. Don't forget the true power and beauty of the season. Don't forget the, this ultimate gift given to you and, and work to clear away in your life so that you can follow a clear path that you, yourself, and others have been offered to share in together that will help all of our lives, especially in those wilderness times. So I pray that this Advent you will prepare a way for God to be born anew in your heart. And really think about what that means for you in this moment, at this place of your life. To prepare a place for God to be born anew in your heart and in your mind and in your life. And to let others know too that gift that you have been given. That gift that they have been given. This way that can change your life and can change others' lives. You might be in some wilderness today. You might feel a little lost today. You might feel a little uncertain today. You might feel far away today. Hear God's voice crying out to you. And know that for those others in your life that you know might feel themselves to be in the wilderness, that you can be that voice crying out in the wilderness to them to remind them that God is there. And this is what it means to be on the journey of faith together. This is what it means to not only welcome new members, but to commit ourselves to be in covenant to one another 
and not just with one another, to this world that we live in, to this society we live in, to keep on living, believing that God is directing us in the midst of this time, both individually and collectively, that we need not fear, just as those Israelites long ago, just as those shepherds in the Christmas story, we can at this time, as surely at the best times of our life, in fact, it's exactly at these times when we're called to prepare a way for God to come alive. We need it. The people in our life need it. Our city needs it. Our country needs it. The world needs it. We need to help each other believe that God is with us. It's how this great gift of Christ changes us. As important as Christmas is, as this event, as past history it is, is what's really important is this opportunity that we have to be a part of it today. To welcome God today into our lives. Into the lives of others. Into the lives of life of this world. Prepare the way of God. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for that person who needs it to mean something for you? Reflect on what that means for you this Advent. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we come before you on this morning in the midst of this journey that we travel. Some of us this morning feel in the midst of a wilderness and a wasteland. Allow them in the midst of the noise to hear your voice crying out. I have prepared a way for you, not just on those good days, it's exactly on days like this where God, you remind us you are with us. Direct us and lead us and challenge us to be a part of your creative and creating presence today. We thank you for the gift of the ministry of this church that we share in together, for the opportunities we have to be involved in it, for the opportunities you give us to share your good news of great joy every day of our life, no matter where we are, no matter who we're with. Help us to take advantage of those opportunities you give us. Prepare your way in our hearts to prepare your way in the hearts of others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now let's sing together on page 2089 of the Black Faith We Sing hymnal, Wild and Lone the Prophet's Voice.